Alright, so I just squashed uh, <laughs> a cockroach. I think squashed is a nice way to put it. I forgot. I didn't want to. I didn't want to disturb the roach too much, mm -hmm. but it was disturbing us, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, <sighs> all right. What's up? I am Tsunami, and I am here again at Collective Focus, and this is Collective Language, and I am here today with the lovely. Oh, introduce myself? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm a uh, cat. All right. Mm -hmm. Hi, yeah. Mm -hmm. Good to see you, cat. Yeah. Cat, I've, I've known you for a little bit of time. It mm -hmm. feels like forever. Feels like forever. Yeah. Two years. Two almost. years. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. Two I, years flies by. It does. Yeah. Bit. I think maybe at like the 420 event or one of the Earth Day event Damn. is when I first met you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. How did you get involved with um, this space that we have here? Um, I, I remember when I was living in Astoria, I knew that there was a community fridge and through the artist who painted it, I found Brie on oh. Instagram. And then eventually just like I moved over to Bushwick and did an event one day with her and Sarah okay. over where the friendly fridge used to be. And yeah. then it's kind of like the rest is so, history. So you used to live in Astoria? Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow. Is that where you're from? No, I'm from New Jersey. Okay. Yeah. Have Jersey in the house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> where in Jersey are you at? I'm from oh, very, from? very northwest Jersey. It's called Lake Hopakon. You from? You're from Hopak. <laughs> yeah. Do you know it? Oh, shit, that's crazy. Do you know it? My yeah, mm -hmm. I I got some homies who are like literally from there. We'll chat about that. Oh, that's interesting. After. I've been having these experiences lately where people are Whoa. they're like, oh yeah, I have a cousin that lives in New Jersey, and I'm like, where? And they like say Hopakon. And I'm like, yeah, like, and I found other people too. That's insane. Mm -hmm. That, like, that makes so much sense. And mm -hmm. that, it feels like it's reaffirming about your character. Because mm -hmm. earlier when you came in, I was like, Kat, you, like, you give me feline vibes, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And, like, your your energy is very calm mm -hmm. as that of a cat, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, But so, all right. So what is it that, like, what would you say that you do in life? Like, art, but specifically artistically. Artistically. Like, yeah, what is yeah. your medium of art? Um, my, like, most forward-facing medium that I, like, publicly do is, like, video art, but, like, mm -hmm. experimental. Um, I work with bands and I do visuals during their performances. And art. it's usually... Nothing intentional, very glitchy and mm -hmm. all on the spot. And I use analog, like video mixing word, gear. Word, mm -hmm. like VJ. I hate that say? word, yeah. VJ, but that's exactly <laughs> what it is. It's um, video yeah. DJing. Yeah. yeah t along to music. And, yeah. yeah. Like spelled out, it looks like VJ, which yes. is like very close to like VJJ. Yeah, no, I think. <laughs> and such an elementary mm -hmm. thing. Especially when it's a, it's definitely a very dude-dominated, mm. like, thing. And I, like, rarely meet female or, like, femme-presenting people who do it. Yeah. So it's, like, I'm, like, trying to, like, find a better term for it. Wow. Shout I, out to Nicole. I know Nicole yes, is also a visual of course. artist. Yeah. In that, mm -hmm. in that sense. Yeah. Hell yeah. So what would... How did you... How did you get into that? 
Um, I got into that through a friend who was in a band, and we went to see a show, and we saw somebody doing it, and I was working as a video editor at the time, mm-hmm. and I hated it. I hated being an editor for a company where it was, like, intentionally creating content that I didn't like, and I was, like, using my art form that I like to practice in to make something for other people and he was like you could do this like you should experiment and do it for one of my shows and then I did and then started meeting people and connections through that and getting shows and now I have like a bunch of friends and networking connections that I that I work with and that I do stuff with you you introduced me to Viz Viz, Viz well. Oh, really? I, f- I forget his real name. Max. Max, yes, Max. Did you ever meet him in yeah, person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. He did an event with one of my homies from oh, Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, I wanted to commission him for something recently. Oh, yeah. Um, but that's a whole different conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I love connecting people to different... Because like, I love to work, but it's so tiring, so I love passing a gig off more mm-hmm. than I actually like taking a gig <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so, based on where you're from and what you do mm-hmm. outwardly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, would you say that um, it, that has an influence on what you create? Like, being from Hopacon and, like, what you do. And like, the I guess the way that you do it, right? Because, like, the visuals don't need to be trippy. But, yeah. they, but they can turn into something like that. Yeah. I think in some ways, yeah. I think I'm inspired by where I came from because I was always very bored there. And it wasn't <laughs> oh, until I, like, took art or video classes that I felt good about it. But I mm. also... From doing that in high school, then I studied it in college, and then also felt very like limited by it having to be so intentional or perfect, or like you yeah. have to be really good at something. And I think I do this because I like trippy things. I like the music that I listen to is more like psych rock, yeah. and I it's fun. And then the unintentional part of it, where you're like you have no control sometimes over what's happening, but it looks cool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you feel like? Um, like your your family kind of they know what you do, right? They yes. They, I don't. Do they understand what I do? Yeah, I was no. Say, do they do they like fully get the? No, but my parents are very supportive of anything that I ever mm. do. I think when I tell my mom I'm doing a show, she's like, "Cool, make sure you know where the exits are at all ah. times." Like she's just more like worried about my yeah. safety in the space. But yeah. they know what I do, and she I, knows I show you do them. like a lot of punk shows. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think um, she's come to accept that a lot. A lot more recently, too. Uh, has she ever been to one? No. Oh I think she God. would love to come to oh one. Oh, yeah. So you got to get her out. Yes. Get her in the mosh pit. Yeah. Ah! And my mom would go wild at the show. <laughs> and, like, I think I'm more... I'm excited for that. Are they Are they uh, still in Hopakong? Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah, they've lived in the cool. same house for, like, almost 20 years now. Wow. And I know they want to move, but I think they're very tied to, to everything that yeah. is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know that's, like... Um, it's like one of those like uh, movie or TV towns where mm-hmm. like everybody's super invested in the high school. Yes. And like fo- mm-hmm. football and hockey mm-hmm. and shit. It is, yeah. yeah. It's like a very strange place because it, it presents like a front like that and then behind the scenes it's not like that perfect. Mm-hmm. But I think that's typically how that yeah. narrative goes. It, that feels like America. Like, yes. It just, you mm-hmm. know, if... if Y'all can't see me right now, but I'm doing like the SpongeBob like mm-hmm. imagination <laughs> motion, yeah. but like exactly. America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, is it? It. I. 
I don't want to say like small town USA, but that that is those are the vibes. You know, mm-hmm. like any lake town is yeah. typically like obviously a lot smaller than like your average. Yeah. Even city town. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. Like, it's I've, it's a pretty big place because the lake is huge and there's a lot of towns that surround it. Yeah. And then Hapakon is its own town that looks a lot different from like the actual lake community. The lake community mm-hmm. is very rich. You have to have a lot of money to live there. Yeah. And then when you actually get further into the town, it's like you see it as you move away from the water, how people live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like that, like growing up, in that culture, right? Because um, I mean, from what I'm hearing, it's like mm-hmm. you have the different dynamics, right? You have mm-hmm. the people that are able to live on the lake, mm-hmm. and the people who are like, like just a little bit removed from the lake, but yeah. like have a very different reality. Yeah, do you feel like that kind of plays a part in how you choose to express yourself, like mm-hmm. through what you do? I think so. I think. There's always, like, a part of, like, trying to prove that you're doing something cool after you, like, leave a place. Um, Yeah. I think that's it. And I feel like the people I used to befriend there have all left. And, like, we were always, like, a little bit more, like, outsider. Not fitting into, like, the small town stereotype. Like, going to football games or whatever. More artistic type people. do Do you feel like... Do you feel like the people in your town would like support you or like do they support you currently i think i've come to terms lately where i'm like i talk to a lot more people now than i ever did like right after college or right Mm. when i was i was like no like i don't want to talk to those people ever again but i feel like now as people grow up you see how they're living their lives and like can all connect still in some sort of way yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. it's interesting like in my experience like i went to high school in a small town as well Mm -hmm. and like a lot of the folks, like, you know, same same kind of mm-hmm. um, kind of narrative, right? Mm-hmm. It's like everybody's going to the football game mm-hmm. or, like, whatever sporting mm-hmm. event it is, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's so invested in the athletes. Yeah. But, like, no one really cares about the arts, yeah. you know? So, like, I, I was, in a way, on the other side of that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, like, the athlete guy. Mm-hmm. I was, like, yeah, football, basketball, yeah. you know? And, um... I didn't I didn't really understand how important art was. Mm-hmm. You know like cuz now art is like my entire life yeah. like mm-hmm. in a bunch of different mediums of art as mm-hmm. well. Um and I guess now I could look back and appreciate the art uh you know the the mm-hmm. art form that I was involved in like movement art. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. But it's just like a very different way of expression. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's, it's it's just interesting, you know. Yeah. Like I I don't sometimes it feels like those athletic uh, archetypes mm-hmm. don't understand the artistic archetype. You know? Yeah, I think everybody's like trying to find their own niche in high school and like whether you're an athlete or you're art and then you think that's so absolute and you have to prove yourself right then and I've seen so many people that I grew up with just adapt into totally different people and myself included where it's like okay like you know you're not the same person you Mm -hmm. were 10 years ago yeah Mm -hmm. I I feel like the world is uh, or maybe 
let me not say the world, but America has gotten interested mm-hmm. in that way where it's like the the athlete respects a little more the artist, mm-hmm. you know, and like there's a bunch of crossovers now. Yeah. You know, especially mm-hmm. like with music and visuals yes. specifically. Yeah. Like I mean, even like performance art, mm-hmm. you know, like people didn't understand why they loved a certain artist over another artist mm-hmm. until they see the artist live at a concert yeah. or like what's being projected behind them at mm-hmm. a concert. Yeah. You know? It's mm-hmm. like it's kinda like, oh wow, like this what I hear is being represented in this visual mm-hmm. or like they're performing in a way where like mm-hmm. I can actually feel their energy. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. But I I yeah, there's just a lot more respect for, for art nowadays Mm -hmm. i feel you know yeah there's always a way to like resonate with art whether you're just like you know straight up athlete doesn't do anything but it's like you there's something that will make you feel inspired there's there's some music you listen to to exactly like what gets you going (laughs) yeah it's music you know maybe it's visual like you know seeing looking out into the field and like seeing Mm -hmm. how it looks and then how you're gonna like go around it what what way do you feel like um like your visual art and like you know just how you approach it what mm-hmm. way do you feel like that supports the community i i can think of a few but i'm mm-hmm. curious of like what you think about yeah it. yeah well i'm like i'm a i'm a big like background person like i'm never the person that's like on stage or talking a lot or like I'm not like a front person, so, so I. So this this is this experience is unique for you. It's a unique experience because it's like there are sometimes where people come over and like talk to me, and it's kind of a little bit nerve wracking. But then there's a lot of times where like nobody even notices that I'm like in the corner, and they just notice Damn. what's going on, and it's kind of nice because it's adding something to a performance. It's not taking away, you know. It's not the main attraction, so I feel like. I like supporting other artists yeah. in doing what they do and help them feel more creative. And if something going on behind them makes them look cooler in pictures or videos later on. It definitely does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't say that. Yeah. So, I'm, I mean, ooh, excuse me. I'm going to edit this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, so, all right. I believe that mm-hmm. you doing this. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't know if it's like a self fulfilling thing, but I don't think so. But mm-hmm. I believe when you do this on the scale that you're doing it, you're mm-hmm. helping so many different artists mm-hmm. like create these versions of themselves mm-hmm. in like a visual form. Mm-hmm. I, I think you you like see them. Yeah, you know, and then a kind of referencing back to our conversation like two minutes ago it's mm-hmm. like okay I don't feel seen by all these other people mm-hmm. so I'm gonna do this for the people that see me who wanna see me mm-hmm. and then there's like this person who comes in like yo I'm gonna do your background mm-hmm. and like I'm gonna I don't know you don't have to fully articulate to me exactly what you wanna see mm-hmm. but I'm going to see you mm-hmm. and then I'm going to project this onto yeah. the screen, you mm-hmm. know. I think that's such like a unique feat, you mm-hmm. know. Like I don't think it's an easy thing to do because if 
if I'm a punk rocker and, you know, you go and, and put, uh, I don't know, like, nature, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, like a waterfall behind me. Yeah. It's, like, two very... Um, Different things. Unless yes. I was the vision, yeah. 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 I, and I, I guess that's the other cool part about it, mm-hmm. right? It's, like, you can execute what someone actually does want, you know? Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I feel like that is another thing that's happening a lot more lately, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, like, My Little Pony can can be yeah. the visual behind like some fucking heavy metal. Yeah. Whatever know? whatever like <laughs> resonates and like adds more value or like a edge to a performance mm-hmm. is just like I find that lately, especially like where I go to shows, it's like super oversaturated. So many bands to keep tra- um, track of. But the ones who like put an extra effort to add something to their performance always like mm. sticks out in my mind. And I see them going wow. A little bit like further, right? You think the having like a something else besides just the music does help a lot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been like a, a music maker? Um, I play a little bit of drums, and mm-hmm. I actually went this morning to practice, oh. and I was sitting there. And I was like, wow, I'm really bad at this. But it's inspiring because <laughs> then you're like, okay, I should come back and practice more because I'm right. still here. I'm still trying. And like, that's really cool. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I would, I would love to hear that. Someday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Excuse me. Oh yeah. my God. I got to edit this out. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> in dealing with a bunch of artists, mm-hmm. what would you say? <laughs> in dealing with a bunch of artists, what would you say like their relationship to wellness is like self care? Mm. Like, do you have your own practices, and then like, do you try to like when you see people struggling a little bit, do mm-hmm. you try to like give them some tips and hints? Yeah, I I always feel like I present really calm and collected and I try to bring that energy to any like show I go to even when I'm setting up and nothing's going right and I'm like stressing like I don't really outwardly project that if I need help I'll ask for help mm. uh, which is I think one of the biggest wellness things you can do is like if you need help especially if you're at a venue where you have no idea where things are just ask for help I think people are a little shy sometimes or don't want to advocate for their needs. Mm. I've, like, had to learn to do that. And once you, like, know how to speak up, like, no one's going to be mean to you. Right. Like, people will be mean to you sometimes, but then it's just, like, that's a them problem. So asking for help. Um, But, yeah, I feel like a lot of my friends who are musicians, I see them, like, biting off more than they, like, can handle in a moment because Mm. they're so ambitious, which is amazing. But also it's, like... You're looking deep into my soul. Right yeah, now. like yeah, don't like, don't <laughs> run yourself into the ground where you're not enjoying it. That's why I think I told you just a little bit ago. I'm like I love saying no to a gig and giving it to a friend more than I actually like doing them sometimes. Because I'm like, oh, my friend gets to do this; they're enjoying it. If I wasn't in the mood that night, then it's not an enjoyable experience right. for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're literally forcing yourself to do something. Yes. And that, then it, yeah. And, and then it, the thing you love becomes like. Mm-hmm. Not enjoyable. Oh yeah. I was at one point right after the pandemic, I was doing a bunch of shows at one venue and they were asking me like every single week to do it and they weren't paying me and I was just doing it because I was like, oh, this is cool. It's like visibility. Right. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. And then it became so tiring and I wasn't enjoying it and I was doing it for bands that I've never heard of, which I don't mind, obviously, but if I don't connect to the music in some way, then it's like I'm just sitting there doing a job and also not getting paid to do a job, which mm. being paid is not the biggest part, but it's also like... Yeah, there's a certain point you have to like yeah, set your value. Of course. Mm. And it's like especially in those situations then you get a little bit jaded, like when you see a photo and nobody like tags you in it or nobody like <laughs> No, you know, which is like is this a really big thing, I think. <laughs> uh, <laughs> among people who do visuals, we oh kind of always God. joke. We're like, Okay, you could have just tagged us in the photo. Bro, I, yeah. I absolutely hate that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and uh, like I'm the person that like I'm like I'm wearing a bunch of different hats, you yeah. know. So like for for me, I'll like set up an experience, mm-hmm. have a bunch of dope people come, and mm-hmm. then like within that experience, they forget about like literally the person who is like mm-hmm. helping to provide that experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely resonate with that. Yeah. I I'm when I ask the question though, I, like. I'm I'm thinking more like health and wellness like mm-hmm. well I I guess you kind of answered it but I'm thinking like do us us as artists like are we exercising enough are yeah. are we like are, are we, we eating, eating well? enough yeah. Are, yeah are we eating not enough but are we eating well yeah. <laughs> like I mm-hmm. I know personally like I've I've um I've grown into healthy eating habits. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Right? And mm-hmm. I'm still trying. Like, yes. sometimes when I'm fucked up, I'm mm-hmm. like, let me just get a honey bun. Or let yeah. Me, let me get fucking a whole stack of Pringles. Yeah. <laughs> when you just need some, like, comfort yeah. food that you know is not going to add any nutritional value to your life. But Yeah. But in your in your experience, like, mm-hmm. do, you, do you feel like there are some healthy habits being created? Like... Yeah. I think... I think to keep up with, like, being creative, you have to take care of your mind and body, too. Like, Mm. I feel like once I started doing, like, exercising more and eating better in, like, the way that I do it, which I don't exercise a lot and I don't eat very well all the time, but, like, I've been better at it than I have in, like, a lot of my adult life Mm. lately. It does help me focus on my creativity without the, like back of the mind thoughts where I'm like, oh, I'm not feeling great right now or I'm not mm. looking great right now or I'm not feeling my best. Yes. So like putting those things into place and then being able to just focus on your creativity or your art fully is like a really great trade-off. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a whole different mm-hmm. state of mind. It is, honestly. yeah. Wow. Nothing worse than like showing up to a show or something where you're hungry and then you're like, <laughs> What am I gonna eat bar food or am I gonna drink three beers and forget about it? It's yeah. like yeah. That that kind of that kind of like segues into my next question. Mm-hmm. Just about like consumption. Mm-hmm. You know, cause like obviously I've I've been a participant too, but like sometimes we don't have like the most self control when mm-hmm. it comes to like consuming things. Yeah. And that can be like I mean, everything is a substance, but Yeah. Um, you know, just uh, overdoing the, the drug use or, you know, mm-hmm. drinking, even, even like consumption on like a media level, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. too much Instagram or TikTok yeah. or Twitter even. <laughs> but do you, do you feel like in, in your, again, in, mm-hmm. in your experience, 
would you say people are trying to be like more grounded in their experiences or or are they being like seeking out escapism like or do they mm. want to just like not be present I think I see a lot of escapism that's um, masked as like want being more present and more like mm. down to party and socialize. Ooh, damn. Yes. Um, yes. Which I think everybody, like I've had days where I'm like, yeah, I'm going to like drink more than I usually would because I'm having fun and I know I'm with a group of people that aren't going to make me feel uncomfortable. I'm not doing it because I have to fit in. And there's times where I've done it because I feel like I have to fit in, which is never a good trade-off. But I do see a lot of like overuse of stuff, especially mm. I think in the the circles that I kind of participate in, that that's a good bonding thing for people who are in the arts, especially if you're a musician, you usually are like, you work as a bartender or you're at the bar late at night and it's like, a good way to bond. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think masking is a lot of like trying to fit in with more consumption. Wow. But then I also know a lot of people who are like sober and like have a great time and can really like fit in and not have to use something to kind of get them there. Right. And as like a socially anxious person, I think I've used it for a long time to like fit in more and that oh, now I'm yeah. like, I'll choose. I'll pick and choose. I'm like, you know, I don't need to have a drink to feel yeah. good right now, or I don't need anything to actually just like be at a show and enjoy myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm def I'm definitely like in, in like literally mm-hmm. in between those two places because I'm yeah. like I, I guess contrary to popular belief, like mm-hmm. I'm I'm always on fucking edge and mm-hmm. like I'm always trying to uh, assess a social situation yeah. to like Before, figure yeah. out like, which best version of myself I need to, like, put mm-hmm. to the forefront, you know? Yeah. So it, it can be it can be challenging, like, to mm-hmm. do that without, you know, any encouragement. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So mm-hmm. Any encouragement from your, from your substances. Yeah. Um, but I, I have, I have this, like, weird prompt question. Okay. Um, so this, it's, it's kind of like a crazy one, but this is the last question I have. Okay. <laughs> um, so, as an artist, your art can be different if you're sleeping on the floor versus if you're sleeping in a king-size bed. Or if you have money for your materials versus working what you have. Or if you're mentally stable or emotionally stable or if you're struggling, mm-hmm. right? So, I guess... In each different instance, right? Like you're struggling a little bit, or if you're comfortable, mm-hmm. how would you say like that has affected your art, or if it has hasn't had any effect in your experience? Mm-hmm. You know, like do you feel like you're able to create better, mm-hmm. or like do you need that comfort for for your best creativity, or do you feel like you kind of need to be in like that place where you're like struggling a little bit to Mm. get that juice I would love to say that like I'm most creative when I'm comfortable but I've been the most comfortable I am since like the beginning of the year and I haven't done anything super creative Mm. Um, I think about it a lot and I'm like I know there's space in my life for it but 
the last time I did like shows, I did like three really amazing shows over Halloween weekend when I was like moving out of my apartment. I had yeah. no place to live. <laughs> I was like ending a relationship that was a really long relationship and I was grasping with that. And then I was like, but these shows look amazing. I'm having a great time. <laughs> so yeah. I think having them as a distraction <clears throat> or having your art as a distraction when you're struggling is really nice and also using it as fuel. Because I think during that time I'm like, yeah, I'm going to work really hard and I'm going to like, you know, network a lot so that like beyond this, I'm still kind of here, even if I take a break. So, yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. That, that like provides a lot of perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I think more about creativity when I'm comfortable. Like I have room in my mind to like ideate things, but like to actually go after them or to like put it into place, like having a little bit of struggle yeah, it, it, it does help. It's like a little bit of a fire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Mm-hmm. I definitely resonate with that. Mm-hmm. I definitely resonate with that. It's, it, it can be tough. Yeah, it can be tough. But mm-hmm. you know, I, sometimes that you need that that mm-hmm. toughness, that grit. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was like I was doing the, I was having an amazing time and coming home to like a, an apartment full of moving boxes and I was like you know what like oh, I got I stuff it. to do but yeah. like I still have something to do tomorrow like it's mm. kind of like having something to look forward to when you're struggling I think when you're comfortable you're like oh I don't need something to look forward to right now like I'm I'm wow. chilling yeah mm-hmm. Like you, there's almost like that certainty of like you know mm-hmm. you're still gonna be comfortable t- tomorrow, yeah. so you don't have to like necessarily push today. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Damn, that's that's profound, man. <laughs> profound. Yeah. Um, so I guess you know, closing remarks. Mm-hmm. Do you have? Do you have anything that you would maybe say to like? Your younger self back at back in Hopacon <laughs> that that would help you today, or like you know anything that you have to say to people listening. Um, mm. Yeah, I often I, I think a lot about like my like seventeen year old self right now. I think she'd be very happy with mm. where I am. Like, she'd be like girl, yeah, she'd be like crazy. you're doing exactly what you ever wanted to do. You're just like a little bit too scared to like get into that area of like you know wanting to have more community and wanting to be in an art scene and also like I don't know it's a weird kind of feeling but I think she'd be very proud of me I don't know if I have anything to say to her because I feel like everything that happened got me to this point (laughs) I don't know I feel like I can't go back and be like oh you know change this or change that like don't waste time here because I feel like that's a lot of it, like, wasting a lot of time growing up, like, not doing what you want to do. So I think, yeah, that's, I think she'd be proud of me. Right. She'd be like, why are you still depressed? But, like, you know, you're, you're, you're cool. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, shit. Thank you, Kat. Of course. Thank you for talking with me. I yeah. feel like I know you a, a little deeper, mm-hmm. you know, another layer of our onions. Yes. Back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. But, shit. I'm your host, Tsunami, and thank you for listening to me again. This is Collective Language. Peace.